in. Welcome into the Eric Central Podcast. Your old pal Eric is under the weather. <clears throat> Started feeling a sore throat. You know. That annoying... Uh, God, it's like, oh, no. Sore throat. I, I don't need this. And then in the back of your head, is it, am I coming down with COVID again? Well, I'm not going to make the same mistakes that I made before. Who am I kidding? I'm absolutely going to make the same mistakes that I made before. Just because I have a sore throat doesn't mean that I'm suddenly going to say, all right, I'm not doing anything until this is gone. I guess I kind of should. Is that the world we live in now? I should probably just lay low. It's a sore throat right now, but it could be brought on by COVID. You never know. Though I just finished having COVID not long ago, weeks ago, you can still get it again. I mean, holy shit. What is going on in this world? So glad you are here, though. We'll make it through, as we always have, from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. In fact, uh, the guy who runs Baldwin Ace Hardware, his name is Mike, Mike Gilmurray. And uh, he had one of those long COVID cases where it it was like months, and it's still like he's still trying to pull out of that, uh, uh, you know, scenario. It was just, oh, my God, week after week after week. Holy shit. Uh, I think he's okay. Wondering if someone else was okay over the weekend. Our very own Ben. I was getting panicked uh, correspondence from people about Ben. He is okay. I'll just tell you, he's alive. And, well, he's fine. And there was nothing wrong. But get a load of this. I get a text message. It says, is Ben okay? This doesn't seem like he's joking. Ben wrote this on Facebook. I was shown a diagram of my diagnosis of diabetes. The medication gives me diarrhea. I'm so fat, my girlfriend left me, and now I'll die alone. And I'm like, uh, what stood out to me was it's this laundry list of depressing things that have happened to him. And now he's saying he's going to die alone. That was alarming. I was shown a diagram of my diagnosis of diabetes. So that's okay. The medication gives me diarrhea. I'm so fat. My girlfriend left me and now I'll die alone. This sounds like a guy who's high or stoned and, and I'm not sure what the fuck is going on. So I responded to the text with, um, yeah, oh man, I'm going to call him right now. Picks it up. I go, Hey Ben, how are you? 
goes, I'm good. I go, uh, where, where are you? He says, um, I'm driving. I go, uh, where? Back from Chicago. I go, okay. Is anyone with you? Yeah. Who? My girlfriend. I go, oh, Jesus Christ. Ben, people are freaking out. Why? I go, because of that post you made on Facebook about you're going to die alone. And he almost crashed the car because he was laughing so hard. I'm like, he goes, it was a joke. And I go, it was a joke? What was the joke there? Well, it was one of these stupid play on words. I was shown a, he goes, all those words started with DIA. Or DI? I don't know. Because die doesn't start with DIA. It's, well, it's, it's only DIE. I was shown a diagram of my diagnosis of diabetes. Get it? The medication gives me diarrhea. I'm so fat, my girlfriend left me, and now I'll die alone. That joke is so bad. Now, I kind of wish he would. I'm kidding. No, I can't even get behind that. I didn't, uh, for a second, think that that was a joke. At all. And he just laughed, and he goes, okay, I'll delete it. So I was like, holy fuck, man. That was just shitty. Uh, So, all right. Ben's fucking fine. But for a while, people were freaking out. Damn it. He's just bad at those. It's like, God. Jesus. Uh, Spent part of the weekend. It was uh, Saturday for a couple hours with Carl from uh, Who Are These Podcasts doing that show. And you can check it out. Just search who are these podcasts. Oh, you can tell I'm losing my voice. This is not good. <clears throat> I'm Hey, look, I'm going to try to get this in today, but since I've been speaking in this handful of minutes, the inflammation is really barking and it's painful. So we'll see. I, I feel all right. I'm just warning you. Uh, so we spent a couple hours um, making fun of other podcasts on who are these podcasts. If uh, you ever want this show, just search out Who Are These Podcasts. You can't miss it. I also uh, retweeted the episode. We um, went after Chelsea Lynn and um, Pam Jin, the viral podcast. She's the one who does trailer, trailer trash Tammy or whatever the fuck. They're just gross idiots. And then we did a, a full-on attack of Zumok, which was incredible. Um, Zumok has um, taken aim at a fellow podcaster, very similar uh, to your old pal Eric. Got out of radio and then does a daily show. His name is um, Aaron Imholt. Steel Toe Podcast. Steel Toe Morning Show Podcast. Nice guy. 
Um, the story goes that when I was on radio, um, our show was featured in a, the community of St. Cloud, Minnesota, and Imholt was on there. And I remember Aaron uh, going hard after us, you know, saying we sucked and shit like that, which is fine, whatever. Uh, and then he ended up getting out of radio too and uh, similar paths, just doing a show every day. So we sat there and beat up Chad because Chad uh, has been going after Imholt for some reason. Well, I think I know why, um, but Chad's a fucking idiot. So we beat the shit out of him for a couple hours, which was awesome because Chad's just a fucking jackass. And uh, did the show. Carl posted it. And uh, I cannot resist. I have to see what people think. I have to. Now, I don't get butt hurt. But I do like to interact with these people. Now, this is a tough crowd. Their, uh, their subreddit is can be brutal. So we're doing okay. And then this guy writes, Eric Zane is so obviously a guy that doesn't swear that much. Well, he tries to extra swear to fit in with this edgy, quote-unquote edgy show slash the boys. And it comes off so forced and phony. He also has to force amp up his anger to an 11 about every little thing, which also feels like he's trying way too hard. I can't stand this fucking guy. Hey, Eric, try just be, uh, try just being yourself next time. Instead of attempting to pass yourself off as some sort of youthful edge Lord. Um, this person writes, have you heard his podcast? This guy curses more than anyone I've ever heard. It's hilarious. He tones it way down for WATP. And then this guy goes, oh yeah, that's great. Just throw tons of swear words in. That'll make it funny. I was like, you haven't even listened to my fucking show. This guy writes, his whole shtick is angry little person. He's good at it. Check this out. Hey, Eric, your daughters are hot and President Trump won. Also, mRNA isn't a vaccine and Armenia sucks ass. Thanks. How about this one? 20 minutes in and Eric Zane's radio voice is more annoying than the podcast that's getting roasted. Fuck. Good time. You can check it out on your own. I left you last week. Uh, kind of in this uh, smoldering anxiety attack, which manifested Monday, overnight Monday into Tuesday. So pretty much a week ago. Um. Weirdest fucking thing. Weirdest fucking thing in the world. Uh, I don't know how it unfolded. And uh, it was just a... It was really, really bad. I've had... Um, the first major anxiety attack I had was upon getting fired seven years ago. And that kind of uh, was what precipitated it. 
and then it threw me into that world. So uh, that was the time, and that's the only time it's ever happened where I uh, was thinking about killing myself. The anxiety was so crippling that I thought of it uh, two particular moments. And so I immediately uh, divulged that information to uh, my wife, and um, I, I, fuck, I'll never forget that because First of all, I had friends come over and take all my guns. Uh, and then I was driven to the loony bin. And uh, I had this interview with this uh, lady who runs a loony bin. And uh, she goes, you know, I can keep you here against your will. I go, I, yeah, I know. She goes, you're, you're very close. And um, I wasn't trying to talk my way out of it. I was just telling her how I felt. And she almost, you know, did that. But she didn't, and uh, it, uh, it it worked out, um, and uh, I got the help I needed. I started taking medicine, and it, it was awesome. I mean, it, it did work out awesome. Uh, about three months after that, uh, I said, I don't need this medicine anymore, and I, I stopped taking it. Well, that was a bad idea. Started taking it again, and uh, then did not stop until... It came time to give the kidney, and uh, the story goes, that was a, a red flag to the people at the kidney place, UCLA. They're like, why are you taking... Because they don't want you... They don't want to give... They don't want to put somebody through this that could potentially um, have something bad happen. And if I'm showing that I have uh, mental instability... They won't, they, they won't allow the surgery to happen. So I lied to them. They say, uh, you're taking a daily medicine for anxiety. And I lied. I said, yeah, I don't even take it. I just take it as needed. And they go, well, that isn't the medicine that you take as needed. It's supposed to stay in your system. I go, yeah, I know. I just take it as a placebo. I made up some fucking story and she believed me. She goes, well, don't take it anymore. I go, ah, okay. So I actually stopped. Because I didn't, in case he did a blood draw and found it in my body, I didn't want to be caught in a lie. So I, I actually did stop taking it. Um, give away the kidney. Month after that, going on a walk with Diana, and all of a sudden I'm like laying on the ground, crippling anxiety. Got the prescription refilled. Hadn't stopped taking it since. So then when it manifests again, the anxiety is past week. I was like, oh, fuck, what is going on? So I go to the doctor on Friday. And uh, I explain all of this. And um, she's very happy with me because, uh, I, I, you know, I, I said I already contacted my, I have a uh, limited license practice psychologist that I talk to from time to time. His name's Raymond. He's really, really sweet. And I go, I already talked to Ray. Uh, I, I'm going to see him tomorrow. She goes, oh, that's fantastic. You're getting ahead of this. This is, this is so great. I'm so glad you're here. So I explained to her what's up. And uh, she goes, yeah, you know, I mean, sometimes things change. Sometimes you can get used to medicines. And so there is no problem at all with you just doubling the dosage. And I go, Oh, okay. Uh, she goes, I'll, uh, for now, just take two. Cause I was taking 20 milligrams of this select such goes, ah, just double it. And then I will put it in an order. You go pick it up for uh, a 40 milligram tablets. Go get that. 
And she goes, you want something as well for when you have like an emergency pill? And uh, I go, what do you mean? She goes, well, if you get, you know, if for some reason you have another panic attack, I can give you another medicine you can take right then and there and just take the edge off just like that. And I go, oh, and I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, ah. Uh. And then she kind of looks at me funny. I go, yeah, I, th- I think that I think that I will. So I am loaded down with amazing pharmaceuticals and all good. And it's crazy because um, that night I, I doubled up on the medicine and, um, and she goes, it's going to make you more tired. These are all things that bring you down, you know? And, uh, and, and she's not kidding because, oh my God. Oh, fuck. The next day I'm like, shit. She goes, it'll all work out though. It'll plane. You'll, you will plane out. Just keep doing what you have been doing. So none of this is really funny. It's just something I want to share because, um, uh, you know, you had been following. You're probably like, hey, what the hell's going on with that? But that's how the week ended. And uh, so it all worked out. I didn't even have any anxiety when we had to go buy a new fucking uh, uh, washer. Jesus. That's the type of shit that'll put me over the edge. I knew, I knew I was in good shape, and I don't know if it was all placebo effect or if it takes a certain amount of time for the uh, uh, more of a, a medicine dosage to take effect, but uh, nothing bothered me from that point on. Not a thing. So everything worked out. Everything was good. Everyone's happy. Holy shit. Thank you for thinking about me. I know a lot of people had reached out and, and said some nice words, but uh, in fact... I barely remember what I was so anxious about in the first place. Really. Um, that's how, that's how ridiculous it was. I think a, a lot, you, you put a lot of that in the, in the rear view mirror as time passes, but uh, I just don't want to experience it cropping up for no particular reason again. So, all right. Uh, if you are enjoying the show, Twitch, is uh, where you can get the show uninterrupted. If you're enjoying the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm going to send you on your way. If you want the rest of the show, you must go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Okay? You can also, if you want, download the uh, audio of the show wherever you uh, download shows. Uh, just search Eric Zane show and then uh, you'll find it. You can listen to the audio podcast whenever you want at your convenience. But if you do follow on Twitch, go ahead and follow it. So, you know, when I go live, you get a little uh, username there. You can participate in the chat and um, also subscribe. If you want, you can be um, free of commercials just when you get to uh, the page where it says subscribe free with Twitch prime, uh, click on that and then read Read, read, read. You will be able to figure it out. If not, send me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com on the Shoreliner Striping inbox, and I will help you out. Okay. Thank you so much. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Great sponsor of the show. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And of course, Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance, brings you the YouTube channel. I have to apologize in advance because um, this this throat thing is actually bugging me quite a bit. So, 
it's kind of on fire. So if my energy seems low or I seem a bit off, uh, I'm kind of uh, stuck in second gear. <clears throat> Damn it. So it's bugging me. NFL insanity. Holy shit. My God. First of all, I can't help but think that my beloved Detroit Lions can beat, would have been able to beat half these fucking teams in the playoffs. You know, I really believe that. Uh, I love the story of this guy, Brock Purdy, and the San Francisco 49ers. They beat the shit out of Seattle, uh, 41 to 23, when they were losing at the half, I think, 17 16 or something like that. I mean, it was super close. And then they just turn it on and beat the shit out of Seattle. Uh, fuck Seattle. They're the ones that kept the Lions from going to the playoffs, but should have been the Lions playing the fucking 49ers. But anyway, uh, this guy Purdy, the quarterback. You know, they had uh, high hopes for this year with, uh, and it didn't include Brock Purdy. The fact that that guy was the uh, very, very last pick in the entire NFL draft. You know, I mean, the 49ers had the last pick overall. So last team, last pick in the whole draft. They call that person Mr. Irrelevant for some reason. Uh, I guess because that guy never, ever has an impact on any team because he's the last player in the draft. You know, it's a, whatever, we'll just draft this guy. They probably didn't even know who the fuck he was. I don't know shit about Brock Purdy. But now, as a rookie, this fresh-faced dude has a, look at this guy. He has a, uh, he has a playoff win under his belt. He looks like he's eight years old. My God. Oh. He played college football at Iowa State. Final pick in the 2022 draft. And because uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance were injured, they're, they're, they're like, all right, it's your show. And he's doing it. In that game, uh, uh, the one game he threw like four touchdown passes against, uh, who the fuck was it? Was it Brady? But this guy is on fucking fire. So if you're at San Francisco, the word is now that they're like, oh, Jesus, we found a diamond in the rough. This is going to be our guy going forward. Um, So that's just fantastic. I love that story. So they beat the hell out of Seattle. And you know what's interesting about Seattle is they got that quarterback, Geno Smith, who had a fucking phenomenal year. That guy came out of nowhere because he hasn't done shit his entire career. And he gets to Seattle and he kicks ass. That's a great story too, but end of the line for Seattle. Okay, the rest is all bonkers. And I'm going to talk about these in order of bonk. Uh, The late game, Cincinnati over Baltimore Baltimore is another team with a quarterback I've never heard of I just it's like the team all they do is have black quarterbacks because you got Lamar and then they got another guy 
whose name is Black, and he's fucking great. This guy, holy shit, was that incredible. He doesn't throw the ball too well, but he can run like the fucking wind. It was intense. Um, They gave Cincinnati all that they could handle, and it came down to a final play. And uh, a dude threw it like as hard as he could, as far as he could, and uh, it almost almost picked it up. There was one crazy play in this game where um, this quarterback for Baltimore, I don't know the fucking name, doesn't matter, black guy, he is at the like the two yard line, and uh, he they hike him the ball, and he goes to dive over the pile, and he he's holding the ball in front of his face. And some dude for Cincinnati hits it out of his hands and it lands in some big fucking white guy's hands. And the white guy goes rumbling a hundred yards all the way down for a score. It was ridiculous. I could not believe that shit. Cincinnati wins it 24-17. But Baltimore gave them all that they could handle. The Bills fucking sucked they barely beat the dolphins this game was hard to watch it took like eight hours um there the dolphins had no business being in this game the way they they did they had uh also some quarterback off the scrap heap no one's heard of because Tua's brain he was taking a leak and uh his brain was uh, liquefied from all the concussions, and he actually pissed his brain out. So he, Tua has no more brain. He's his so, It's so bad, he's never going to play football again. In fact, a lot of people say that Tua should never play football again because his, brain's just, his brain is so scrambled from all the hits this year. It's ridiculous. So the Dolphins put in, like, Don Strock or Dan Marino in there, and they end up giving the fucking Bills all they can handle. And this is a goddamn disgrace because they're playing in Buffalo and the sick dude whose heart exploded on the field, he comes back to the locker room and he's like, come on, yeah. He's, hey, this guy's holding the heart sign up. He's like, number three. And everybody's like, yeah, DeMar, yeah, we're going to do it for you, man. We're gonna. And then they fucking suck shit. Fuck you, Bills. Here you go. Playing down to the competition again, you dumb motherfuckers. I mean, I love the Bills, and I want them to win the whole fucking thing because all they've had is heartache year after year after year. All those Super Bowls, you fucking had the most talented team in the history of the NFL with fucking Thurman Thomas and Jim Kelly and Andre Reid and Bruce uh, Bruce Smith and uh, uh, Cornelius Bennett. And you cocks fucked it up for four straight years. Fuck you. And now here you are, the feel-good story ever. And you you dicks let some fucking... You, Dan Marino and Buffalo and, and the Dolphins almost beat the shit out of you. Fuck that. Come on. Get your heads out of your ass. That was fucking disgusting. And that game took so fucking long. Jesus, did that stink. My God. Tonight, Tom Brady and the Bucks, who are shitty, uh, they take on Dallas, 
who's kind of shitty. All right. The winner of that game will take on, I don't know. I, I had the fucking thing in front of me and I think I lost it. Who's playing who and what's playing what. All right. In order of uh, impact in terms of storylines. The fucking Vikings are worse than the Bills. Talk about uh, horrible franchises. The Vikings, they've never won a Super Bowl. And they have a tendency to play well. And then when it gets down to when it really matters, just shit the bed. And they did it again. Oh, my God. At home, the New York fucking Giants come in and beat the Vikings. Now, both these teams are teams that the Lions can beat and did beat, actually. The the Vikings, they split, and they beat the Giants in New York. I think the Lions could have beaten Buffalo. I'm sorry, Baltimore. Well, no, they could have beaten Buffalo the way they played. They almost beat Buffalo in Thanksgiving. They could have beaten the Dolphins, the Bills, the Vikes, the Giants, the Ravens, the Seahawks, the Chargers, the Jaguars. The Cowboys, the Buccaneers. But the only team I wouldn't uh, say that they would be able to beat would be Cincinnati, KC, and Philly. Who had a bye. Philly has to go. I mean, seriously, Jalen Hurts is so fucking dynamic, and he's had time to recover. I, I would be, if you're a Philly fan... And they don't win at all. Fuck, man. The Vikings are just a shit show. Fuck you. Kirk Cousins. Here we are. They got to march down the field to tie the game or get a two-point conversion after the touchdown to win it. And uh, it comes down to a fourth and eight play. And TJ Hawkinson runs like a two-yard pattern. So he's well in front of the sticks to, to get a first down, and he has to get a first down. And fucking Kirk Cousins throws the ball to him. And, man, he is getting killed because he caught the ball, and sure enough, someone brought Hawkinson down right away, and that's it, the game over. Why would you fucking throw the ball to the guy who isn't even close to the first down marker? What a pile of shit. But the biggest pile of shit, and in my opinion, the best story of the playoffs so far, pile of shit, the Chargers. Oh, my God. They're taking on the Jaguars, and they are beating the shit out of Jacksonville. 27-0 to zero at the half. They lose... 31-30. What the fuck? Trevor Lawrence, who I just, I he, that hair is so fucking hideous. He, uh, he throws four, inter- four interceptions, three to one guy. I forget who the fuck he is. Doesn't matter. Four interceptions in the first half. 
and the team doesn't bench him. I think the guy's name, the coach's name is Doug Peterson. He, uh, all right, yeah, you're, you're, you're playing like shit. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to just throw it as hard as you can at everybody. No, honestly, what happened, I was reading on the uh, Chargers subreddit uh, from about halftime to the end of the game, they would um, drop all their defensive backs into coverage way back, which would open up the um, 10, 15 yards uh, past the line of scrimmage in the middle, like the fucking uh, Danny Amendola area. Okay. Um, uh, what's the guy's name? Wes Welker, zone of the field. And he just started hitting that part and marching people down and uh, marching the team down, and they started uh, coming back. And then, uh, uh, in fact, to start the second half, they got two touchdowns right away. Actually, before the half, I should say, it was 27-0 nearing the end of the first half, but the Jags scored a touchdown, make it 27-7. And then they scored two touchdowns to start the second half. Holy shit. And then fucking came on strong and ended up kicking a field goal to win that game. My God, the Chargers, what a fucking choke. Jesus, that was incredible. NFL playoff schedule. So now, uh, the current bracket. You got KC hosting the Jags. The Jags actually, when the Lions beat the shit out of them, that was the last time they played poorly. They've played great since then. Uh, You got a uh, rematch of the game that never finished between the Bills and the Bengals. Giants and Philly. There's no fucking way the Giants win that game, right? I mean, seriously. And then San Fran will take on the winner of Dallas and Tampa. I predict Tampa beats Dallas. San Fran beats Tampa. Philly beats Giants. Giants beat San Fran to go to the Super Bowl. I'm going to go Bengals over Bills. And KC over Jacksonville. And then KC will beat the Bengals. So you got KC taking on Philly in the Super Bowl. And I'm just going to put my money down on Philly. Jalen Hurts, too much. Too much. There is nothing more frustrating, in my opinion, than watching uh, a game where the quarterback gets the fucking ball and uh, the the pocket kind of collapses. Like the uh, linemen, the offensive linemen, uh, like the, the, the defensive ends are getting kind of to the quarterback, but they're going outside to do it. And you think that they're, oh God, we got him. And then he steps up and then runs for 18 yards on a third and 17. Fuck you. God, does that piss me off? I've seen that happen so much with Aaron Rodgers, the fucking dick. Damn it, pisses me off. Oh, nothing more maddening. 
and that's Jalen Hurts. He pisses me off too. Shit. But I think he's, he's a good dude. Rodgers is just a cocksucker. Fuck that guy. Damn it. B.W. Ionia says the real question is who will be playing Detroit in next year's Super Bowl? Your old pal Eric Zane picked the Lions. That was my prediction for next year. In the Super Bowl. Are you kidding me? That's probably going to come back to bite me in the ass. Okay. So that's that's all that all unfolded over the weekend. And pretty damn great. To me, there's nothing more dramatic than these fucking games. Absolutely incredible. Uh, on a bad note concerning football, Jesus Christ, this fucking story out of the University of Georgia. Oh, my God. Uh, the Georgia Bulldogs. Um, hang on a second. I'm having an issue here. Oh, shit. Uh, the offensive lineman, Devin Willick, was killed. 20-year-old dude. Oh, my God. Uh, early Sunday morning, like 3 in the morning, they're like driving around. Uh, and uh, it was Willick, another football player. Uh, the driver was this chick named Chandler LaCroix. She worked in the football office or something like that. And they were... And there was another one in the car, too. They were all, like, hanging out. And uh, shit hit the fan. Audio check, video check. And uh, my God. Saturday in Athens, Georgia, they celebrated the dogs' back-to-back titles with a parade. The mood took a grim turn in the early morning hours Sunday, not far from campus, a heartbreaking tragedy. A car crash claimed the lives of Devin Willock, a 20-year-old offensive lineman from New Jersey and 24-year-old Chandler LaCroix, a staffer with the football team. Police say the accident took place at 2.45 a.m. Two others sustained non-life-threatening injuries in the crash. Mark Schlebaugh reported one is Warren McClendon, an offensive lineman who is heading to the NFL draft. Georgia head football coach Kirby Smart with this statement, we are all heartbroken and devastated with the loss of Devin Willock and Chandler LaCroix. Devin was an outstanding young man in every way. He was always smiling. He was a great teammate and a joy to coach. Chandler was a valuable member of our football staff and brought an incredible attitude and energy every single day. We grieve with their families for this tragic loss and will support them in every way possible. Devin Willock and Chandler LaCroix, gone far too soon. Damn. Oh, boy, that is, uh, that is rough. I cannot even imagine. Holy shit. And it was, there was footage that showed them like celebrating, you know, people like cheering. Hey, here you go. Good job. Uh, Sam, the Jew writes, is she okay? Okay. How many times do I have to explain this to you? We have already established that she died. It said she lost her life. You cannot throw that joke in there dumbass if it indicates that she's dead i mean you can't it doesn't add up that that's not how the joke works 
Cole says, give Sam the Jew 600 seconds for using the wrong joke. I'm going to. I'm definitely going to. He deserves that. Hmm. All right. Anyway, where the fuck was I? Uh, Insanity in the NFL. Patreon. Don't forget about Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Uh, 11 bonus episodes a week. That's right, 11. So if the two hours of Eric Zane Show podcasting isn't enough for you and you want to help out the show through uh, listener-supported, ad-free Patreon, please do so at patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you. The open of this show brought to you by the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Reach out to Mario, 231-332-6505. If you need information about a mortgage, could be your very first mortgage, which that's a uh, that's kind of like a roller coaster ride. You're like you don't know what the hell is going on, and uh, he'll answer all your questions, all the things that you think are dumb questions. Don't worry about it. You're a newbie, or maybe you need to get money out of your home to pay off a high interest credit card bill. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage can help you. Two three one three three two sixty five zero five, NMLS number thirty thirty five. Five star, gold star rated. Mention my name when you reach out to Mario. Tax time. Get on the phone to Tag Accounting. TagCPA.com is their website. Thank you so much to them. If it's, uh, we're getting down to the season where, you know, it's time to do your taxes for God's sake. So, I mean, my God, uh, don't do it yourself. That's all I can suggest to you. Do not do this yourself. If you do it yourself, there's a chance that you might not do it exactly the way it's supposed to be. And, and well, if that's the case, doing your taxes wrong can be a problem. Get the most money out of your return by reaching out to Troy Ginzer, Tag Accounting, 616-301-9516. Mention my name when you call. And this is a a client of mine who uh, you can utilize their services from anywhere in the United States. 616-301-9516. As is the case with, of course, my policy shop insurance, Frank Fuss. Reach out to Frank at mypolicyshop.com. Hang on a second here, folks. I'm having some major issues. If you can't tell already. All right. Reach out to Frank, 616-914-4070. If you're signing up for healthcare.gov to get your own insurance policy because maybe you're self-employed, your boss doesn't offer insurance, or perhaps uh, you're in between jobs, uh, get your insurance policy through healthcare.gov and have Frank help you every step of the way. 616-914-4070. He's also the expert on Medicare and Social Security and can help you with any type of insurance, either with a referral or helping you uh, establish it, whatever it may be, uh, his own, on his own. Uh, anywhere in the U.S., with the exception of Alaska, I'm sorry, that's not correct. Frank can help you no matter where you are. 616 914 I got to take a pee. I will be back in just a second. Don't go anywhere. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I should say I'm back. You're back too. Okay. 
a couple more football things. What do you do after you have that incredible comeback? Jacksonville Jaguars. You go to the Waffle House. I love this. Trevor Lawrence after the game grabbed his pals. I'm not sure if any of the if these other guys there were uh, uh, teammates, but. Hot chick, hot chick. So you know it's full of hot chicks, okay? They got the food, and then hot chick. She's getting ready to eat the eggs. Another hot chick. Stud dude. More more hot chicks. This guy, he's open to score. And there he is. There's Sunshine. Drinking his cup of coffee. You know, if you if you're the um, if you're the Jaguars and you see this, and he's having co- he's drinking coffee. You know, they're like, oh, thank God. You know, hopefully he doesn't go and get uh, completely hammered and start snorting cocaine because he won the big game. Hopefully he keeps his priorities in check. We like what we're seeing here at the Waffle House. <laughs> More hot chicks. Everybody's beautiful. It looks so odd to see people that aren't fucking disgusting at the Waffle House. Normally, everyone that's at a Waffle House is the absolute uh, dregs of humanity. Even this guy. Normally, there's a fight breaking out. People are screaming and yelling, acting like assholes. But no, that that actually worked out. I I wish there was more to that. Chris says that last guy looked like Tormen. I think that's a Game of Thrones character, one of the Wildings. Remember that shit. All right. Update. Odell Beckham Jr. Now, when we last uh, left you, uh, there was the clip of uh, Odell, the body cam footage. He was on an airplane in Miami, and uh, they asked him to put his seatbelt on, and he refused to put his seatbelt on. So after enough nonsense... The uh, pilot said, all right, get him off the plane. Call the cops. The cops are very polite to him. They say, look, um, here's here's what we're going to do. Uh, you you got to get off the plane. And then that led to, and I, I don't understand why they do this. I talked about it before. When you, Why can't you just drive back to the gate and get him off and then, then go? Why does everyone have to get off of the plane? I, I don't understand why that is. But that's what they had to do. And so everybody's annoyed as shit. And some old fat guy said something to him. We don't know what. Because the footage was edited. And uh, Odell gets in this guy's, starts screaming at this poor old guy. And uh, calling him fat and fat 
fat and poor and then drops the line i'll be on my i'll be on a private plane in 40 minutes time which someone brought up a great question well why didn't you just do that in the first place instead of being a fucking asshole on the plane that everybody else is on you know um so that was weird it's interesting because um he didn't get signed as the season wore on. Uh, he injured his knee last year's Super Bowl, and uh, I, I'm assuming he's recovered. But nobody picked that guy up down the stretch run. Um, fuck, Dallas even was considering Terrell Owens. If you're Odell Beckham Jr., and 49-year-old Terrell Owens is being considered for the Dallas Cowboys, and you're not. Uh, you're losing. I still cannot even believe that that happened. That should happen where every team has to sign a vintage player every year for the playoffs or for the for the remainder of the season or the, the whole season. So the Lions could sign like Barry Sanders at however old he is, which is I'm guessing is about 50 years old, maybe older. How fucking great would that be to see roly-poly Barry Sanders get a handoff and see if he's still got it? Uh, Beckham was not happy that the body cam footage was released. And he took to Twitter. Now, he writes like a moron. So I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it exactly as he wrote it. Uh, First of all, the footage showed Beckham talking with police on the plane and getting into it with a fellow passenger while the passenger and everyone else was forced to gather their belongings and exit the plane. Beckham was heard calling the passenger fat and ugly. and, and, And let's be honest, he was. He was fat, ugly, and old. And then the line about, I'll be on my private plane. Okay, Beckham Jr. is smart because he's going with the, they edited the footage. They edited the footage of what that guy said to me. Because someone wrote, uh, we just want to know what Buddy said to get cooked like that. Beckham Jr. says everything but the N-word. Stupid, ignorant, blase, blase. Well, now I got some to say. He actually wrote S-U-M. Well, now I got some to say. And I just was uh, rudely, rudely, rudely woken up from a good, good ass sleep. And then he writes, now, K-A-H-M-I-R-R-R. Calmer, I think he's supposed to, it's supposed to be karma. Now calmer. I just was rudely woken from a good ass sleep. Well, um, all right. So you might've been asleep, but you still got to put your seatbelt on, right? <clears throat> you know, a lot of the times those um, flight attendants, if you don't have that seatbelt on, they're going to they're gonna tell you in not the nicest way, sir, put your seatbelt on. And that's kind of uh, 
that's kind of comes in the job description they what they're doing there is setting the table so that there isn't future shenanigans let's back up beckham jr writes i uh, can't address everything in this world it's exhausting everybody got an opinion on situations they weren't involved in all you can do is know kno who you truly are then he writes purell only kills 99.9 percent of germs is this an ad is did like purell pay him to say that then he says there's always gonna be a little left over so i'm not sure what he's getting there uh, getting out there all you can do is know who you truly are purell only kills 99.9 percent of germs there's always gonna be a little left over <clears throat> damn it anyways crazy thing is since the sb super bowl i've been minding my own biz staying out the way name ain't been in nothing and even during this free agency frenzy it was never me who caused any of that. I been quiet, chilling. Okay. Free agent frenzy. Yeah. Um, one that you're obviously not in. They, in quotes, wrote the stories. Been enjoying fatherhood and time with the fam. But the one thing that no matter how much I've grown is still the hardest for me to do is then there's a period there, but there shouldn't be is let someone play with my name period for those that THT no KNO me, no KNO me, you know, KNO exactly how I am. I really been cooling, K O L I N, but, but if you press that button and bring a certain energy, do not be surprised when you get that same energy back. I know, K N O, who I am, period. All the rest and opinions really don't matter to me. Have a blessed day and enjoy the cheese board all right well if you're the cops you gotta release what the old man said because i mean maybe the old man did tell him you know his mom's a whore or something like that uh then you know there is more to the story. Then I would say it's okay for Beckham to call that guy ugly and fat. Now, I doubt it. I don't think that that happened. If that old fucker did say that his mom's a whore or whatever the fuck, yes. Then I am team Beckham, Odell Beckham Jr. But if he, if the old man just says, you know what, young man, you're very rude. If that's all he said, or something like that, which is probably what he said. I don't believe that the old timer did anything much more than that, but we don't know. But that is fucked up. Odell Beckham Jr. is a total asshole, in my opinion, until proven otherwise.
Corey says, well, what if his mother really was a whore? Cole says, Odell is rude and that guy is ugly and fat. They're both right. All right. Um, Something I shot yesterday and uh, put on Facebook that uh, I want to share with you in case you uh, in case you missed it. And uh, it's on my um, Facebook page. Uh, first of all, look at the group. Look at the group from Paintball. Holy shit, did we have a good time. Uh, Terry and uh, Beth won the cornhole boards. It was a great time there. Okay, this is what I wanted to show you. This is spectacular. Daisy, yesterday, uh, I'm. what I did was I, I was shining a light on the fucking wall. And that drives the dog absolutely nuts. And she likes to chase it. Cameo voice appearance by the NFK in this clip. Fighting the wall. What the hell is it? Attacking the wall because there's a light on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> she uh looked at that thing after after that I stopped. And um she looked at that thing after we I finished up for about an hour after. Just waiting for that thing to come back. Oh, my God. All right. Let's go around a radio dial. It's been, well, I don't know, a day since we've done it. Uh, So let's take a look. Take a listen to what we have. Here we go. Eric and Wendy Schmidt through the Schmidt Family Foundation, working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food on the web at theschmidt.org. I'm Jennifer Moss in the WGVU Newsroom. Here's what's making news Mm -hmm. on this Monday. State police say a West Michigan man was arrested after holding two women hostage. Troopers were called to the man's home, a shed in Wellston, about 85 miles north of Grand Rapids. That was shortly after 7 a.m. on Saturday. Those are hillbillies. One of the women told police she and a friend were visiting the suspect at his shed when he accused them of stealing his methamphetamine. Police say he assaulted (laughs) them and brandished a handgun, telling them they could not leave. You stole my meth? One of the women went to the scene and was able to free her. The suspect and his remaining hostage were located by deputies by the Manistee County Sheriff's Office. Oh, that's a shithole up there. Michigan state government is awash in tax dollars. The state could end the fiscal year with a surplus of Ah. $5.1 billion in the general fund and $4.1 billion in the school aid fund. That's the projection from Governor Gretchen Whitmer's budget director. Chris Harkins has nearly... Strange stuff. The reason. Tell it's not for me. 
trying to open every door. No, okay. Religion. Legendary country station. You don't snap the ball until four seconds. I would sing, but my voice is killing me. I can't do it. LAV. I would now have a, a, a nickel. Song they're covering here has a memorable music video. So if you grew up in the 80s with MTV, you probably have the image of the original artist playing the guitar in the music video for the song somewhere in your memory I think book. They're playing However, that too. the original artist didn't know how to play guitar and was completely faking it. They do it really video, weird now. Which is something very I think uh, Kelly like comes up with like factoids. He said when he was asked, why did you do that? Well, Americans, if Which you is stick l- a guitar really clumsy. I just like penis, playing the fucking out, game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here is Name That Tune, cover number four. Oh, 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 Steve. <laughs> Faith, George Michael. Wing. I forgot they did this. Limp Biscuit Faith. Oh! Right. <laughs> I actually really like this cover a lot. I do too. Oh, I guess it would be nice if, if I, I could touch, touch your body. Is this like their breakout? I think this was like their third like single or something. Like that. Yeah, I think, so. I think Nookie was the first Nookie one, wasn't it? Yeah. Was I mean, why wouldn't that make everybody go, hey, I like this? This is an. Oh! Oh my god! Diana Ross. Fucking, I love her so much. He has support to hide and, and, and run his own business for all these guys. Something Italian. Oh my God. Bell Bib DeVoe, holy shit. Oh, all right, that's it. I um, the uh, boss at iHeart wants me to be the producer of the morning show. I told you about that, and uh, I told him no. And uh, he says, "Come on, it's twelve dollars an hour." And I said, uh, I, I can't do that. So then I reached out to him and I said, I will take that job for $30 an hour. And I said, I was going to make it $25 an hour. But since you're making me work, work one of the hours of that morning show with the alt-right MAGA guy, Puddin, it's $30 an hour. You have to nearly triple what you want to pay me in order to get my time. And uh, he wrote back 13. And I wrote 
30 again. And then he wrote 14. I said, you're doing great. You're almost halfway there. I said, and for every time you give me an amount under it, I'm putting another dollar on it. So now it's 32. We shall see. It's not going to happen. There's no way in hell that's going to happen. But I said, you know what? If you're really serious and you need someone to fill that job, because they're like, we got to get somebody in here. And I'm like, well, you're not, you're, you're going to get a child. You're going to get an 11 year old kid for $12 an hour. If that's what you want, go for it. But I'm not doing that. No way. All right. Sarah Honda Granville invites you to check out the brand new Honda Pilot. And man, I just, uh, I was over there just the other day um, with Brian Miller test driving one of those. Man, that thing is fucking sweet. Go check out the brand new Honda Pilot. It went on, I'm not kidding you, 12 test drives on Friday. People are just clamoring for this car. It is so damn cool. You got to experience it. I'm going to show, I'm going to post a video to Facebook that I shot of it. Um, so we can check that out. But um, he told me that people are just loving that car. So you test drive it and then you sit down, you figure out what you want on the vehicle. Two weeks later, the brand new Honda Pilot will show up for you. This thing is so much more sporty than what it has been in the past. All wheel drive traction, just luxurious as all get out. I love this car. Go see it at Sarah Honda Granville today on Kennewa, just north of 44th Street in Granville, Michigan. The Kent County Health Department. Thank you so much for uh, allowing me to talk about your initiatives. The WIC program is set up for you in case you need it. If you're having a hard time feeding the family, go to the website accesskent.com slash health. Accesskent.com slash health. And right where it says WIC, click on that and you'll be all set being pointed in the right direction about how you can take advantage of the WIC program. I am leaking oil on this show. Running out of gas. I feel like balls. <coughs> oh, God. Excuse me. Sorry. Uh, wow. Roll Tide. Uh, typically, if you're saying Roll Tide, you know, it's... Uh, some type of uh, athletic thing uh, can't possibly be, uh, be a roll tide. Uh, football season's over. You know, Alabama had kind of like a shitbag year this year, unfortunately, for our old pal Linda. I don't know if she's like a fan of the basketball team. But uh, the Alabama program is rocked because uh, Darius Miles said roll tide and then cops say murdered a chick darius miles and another man have been charged with capital murder in connection with an early morning shooting near campus that killed a 23 year old woman 
He was booked 6.45 a.m. Sunday. He's a uh, junior. He doesn't play that much. From Washington, D.C. He's no longer on the team. What if he didn't do it? You know, that's always weird. I, I think you should have to find out that he actually did it. Unless if you're a guy who repeatedly beats up women. Tuscaloosa police captain Jack Kennedy said the shooting occurred early Sunday morning in the strip of University Boulevard near campus. He said uh, Jamie Harris of the Birmingham area was shot and killed. 21-year-old Miles and 20-year-old Michael Lynn Davis of Maryland were both charged with capital murder. The capital murder charge arose because the death involved shots fired into a vehicle. At this time, it appears that the only motive was a minor altercation that these individuals had with the victim as they were out on the strip. They did not have a previous relationship. Cops said the driver of another vehicle in which Harris was a passenger approached campus near Bryant-Denny Stadium at 1.45 in the morning, saying that someone had shot into the vehicle and he fired back. One of the suspects was treated for non-life-threatening injuries at a local hospital, and Kennedy declined to disclose who fired the gun or who was hurt. Neither the driver of the other vehicle nor Harris nor Davis appeared to be affiliated with the university. On Saturday, Alabama had announced before its game against LSU that Miles would miss the rest of the season with an ankle injury. They removed his bio from the athletic department website, and the university statement said he's been removed from campus. Oh, shit. So we got a dead, a dead chick, and these two now are being charged with capital murder. In a video posted by AL.com, an emotional Miles can be heard say, uh, saying, I swear, I love you more than you imagine to someone as he is escorted into a law enforcement vehicle. Let's see if I can get that. This guy. All right. Harry, audio check. Video check. Here he is. I love you. I love you. I'm sorry I killed somebody. A lot of I love yous. Oh, shut up, you little fucking drama queen. Get your ass in there. Who's he talking to? How sad is that? Okay, so we'll see. I don't. I mean, that doesn't mean the book is closed down. And maybe he didn't do it. Uh, hello to Chris. Chris is just checking in. Usually at work. Listen on Patreon. But have the day off. What up? So glad you are here. I appreciate that. Uh, 
Linda says, no, I'm not a fan of uh, the Alabama basketball team. Just Nick. So if Nick Saban, uh, I mean, you're a Detroit Lions fan. And if Nick Saban uh, became the coach of the Chicago Bears, are you then a fan of the Chicago Bears? I mean, that that might be weird for you. I don't know. Strange. I think it's an unhealthy obsession with Saban is what I think. All right. uh, More people acting like assholes. Mike Ball sent this with the caption. "Uh Oh, going to have to refill the little Debbie rack. Linda says if he went to Michigan, that would be a big problem. If Linda, (laughs) if Nick was coaching Michigan, because you hate Michigan and you love Michigan State. Uh, We talked about this the other day. I think it was on the Ben and Eric show about how um, Linda and her sister Maureen love Larry Nasser. They actually were at the trial sitting on the Nasser side. They love him so much because he was affiliated with Michigan State. So she's got some weird type of uh, support going on there. Very odd. Corey writes what he do. Look it up. Look up Larry Nasser. That's uh, Linda and Maureen love that guy. Uh, anyway, moving on. This is surveillance camera footage from inside of a uh, Detroit area convenience store. A woman uh walks in and she asked to use the telephone at the exxon gas station on livernois at davison on detroit's west side a clerk initially allowed the woman to use the phone at the store the woman then asked to use the phone a second time but the guy said no i'm too busy now's not a good time by that time the clerk was helping other customers and refused saying it was too busy then the woman got pissed This all happened at about 5 a.m. on January 11th. Surveillance footage from inside the store shows the woman ripping at the shelves. She was uh, recorded knocking over pretty much everything in her reach. She also poured antifreeze over the snacks inside of the store. I think we'll do this in reverse order. I'm going to start by showing you uh, the finished product of how uh, tore up this place was. Bro, f- the f- up, bro. Okay, now the guy recording it sounds like an idiot too, but I'm glad he got the footage. Bro, bro, he's just saying, he's just saying, bro, 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 f- the f- up, bro, <laughs> bro, bro. 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 Look on the shelves over here. Bro. My God. 
Now, don't worry. I'll. Sh- I didn't even see this. I will. I will show you when it all happened. But this is the aftermath after they already arrested her. Oh no. There's like barf all over the fucking uh, uh, POS point of sale card reader thing. Okay, now every every gas station in Detroit has that bulletproof glass and you got to put your money in the carousel. That's a standard thing. So she's putting fucking, I don't know what this is, inside of there. Look at broken hot sauce containers that she was throwing at the fucking bulletproof glass. Holy shit. Okay. Okay, hang on. Okay. You don't understand much of what... Oh, hang on. Shut up. That was horrible. You don't understand much of what she's saying. Uh, she speaks so poorly, and all I hear is call police. You know she means business because she's got the cup of coffee in her hands. And then she puts the coffee down to do more damage. That's a police. You know what's about this woman is I didn't expect her to look so together. Like she looks, she doesn't look like a slob or anything. She, I mean, at all. I honestly, I haven't understood a word yet of this. Wow. She's got fucking Hulk strength. That's a good thing that guy stayed behind the counter. And I'll beat your ass here. Let's go. Did you guys help me? Let's go. I'll beat your ass since you ain't going to help me. So now she's taking off her coat and tied up her hair. You can't help me. Let's go. I'll beat the fuck out. I understood that. I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. Let's go. You can't help me go to police. No, I better get it. I better go to the heat. Right here when I floor. Okay, now this woman is not to be fucked with. Okay, this is such a good move by this guy to not go leave the safety of that environment because not only am I sure she knows how to fight, but she's probably been punched many times and can take a serious ass kicking and still inflict a ton of damage on you. She looks strong as fuck too. Look at You don't help me? You never help me, call police. Call Nah, you gotta call I think uh, this guy is—he's just standing there by the dipping or the uh, fucking uh, melting moments ice cream thing, just enjoying the show. Let's go. I'm right here. I got my phone. I got. 
She's kind of hot. Okay, so now she's relaxing. You think it's over. I'm a marveling at the inability to actually decipher the words. She's mad because the guy won't let her use the phone. All right, I'm going to bump ahead a little. Okay. Okay, she does more damage, sits back. I think those are uh, packages of uh, roads, uh, salt. You like buy a bag of that and then put it on your uh, driveway and it melts the snow. Oh, now she's going. She's going to the Lay's products and the Sun Chips, motherfucker. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, now that that was a full jar of ragu spaghetti sauce. That see it caught her eye and then whammo. Oh, 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 oh shit. You sick bitch. You got get right right. I can get right right. You got get right right. Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday. Now look it, look it. She's got the salt. Now she's she's like she's like spreading salt on there like there's ice. Wow. All right, I gotta look this place up. Folks, that was insane. Um, yeah. So, cops came. Um. Arrested her. The 29-year-old was arrested and they're awaiting charges to be authorized by the Wayne County prosecutor. Uh, police officer said alcohol or mental health issues may have been a fact. Well, yeah, of course. Holy shit. My God. All right. Uh, thank you to TC Paintball, man. We had a hell of a time last night with the uh, uh paintball war 21 uh the what did we call it again the winter whack off hoping to schedule one for february with rick and uh thanks to uh megan from irvine's and joe from a and e heating and cooling for providing some prizes uh for people that uh won we had uh, some great prizes that we gave away we also gave away some uh cornhole boards we had a pair of Griffins tickets, or a four-pack of Griffins tickets, a four-pack of basketball tickets to the Grand Rapids Gold. That was a good time. Cannot wait to do it again. And if you want to book an event for TC Paintball, 
uh, do it. Go to tcpaintballgr.com for more information for you, maybe the workplace, friends, family. Uh, get a big group of people and uh, book a event with TC Paintball online at tcpaintballgr.com. Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. If you're installing flooring, uh, do it this way. Buy it for cheaper than anywhere else at Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. And I am not kidding you. Anywhere in the state prior to the Eric Zane Show podcast discount, it already was the lowest in the entire state. But um, you add my name into the mix, you're going to take an additional 10% off. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet is on Chicago Drive. And uh, they're on the north side of the street, right behind the Little Caesars in that little downtown Granville area. This is obviously a sponsor that uh, people locally can take advantage of. And, uh, yeah, I'm telling you, it's cheaper than anybody else because they buy it all at a remarkably low price because they buy so much of it. And then they pass the savings on to you. Thank you so much, Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. You're not going to believe this. I don't know what my deal is. But I have to use the restroom again or else I'm not going to be able to finish this show. Sorry, I apologize. Nature calls. Oops. Nick writes, I could never own a store. That bitch would have 100 paintball welts by now. Oh, man. Speaking of paintball, uh, when we were there, Throat slash Dale brought a bunch of, um, he brought his kids and their friends. This kid, uh, we're getting ready to start another game. And he goes, hey, Zane. Yeah. I might be kind of slow. Okay. What's up? I got hit in the nuts <laughs> with a paintball. I'm like, oh, fuck. I go, are you, are you okay, little fella? She goes, he goes, yeah, it just hurts still. I go, my God. Hope you didn't like rupture your testicle like that fucking hockey player did. Jesus. Okay. Something got my attention. And it is the story of a baseball player way back. Way back. Like 1880, 1890 back. Uh, well, yeah, late 1800s. Rube Waddell, or Rube Waddell, I think is his name. W-A-D-D-E-L-L. I think it's Waddell. Rube Waddell. Today I learned baseball Hall of Famer Rube Waddell. He's a pitcher who, despite his skill, showed various unpredictable behaviors, including leaving mid-game to go fishing and was also incredibly easy distracted by shiny objects, puppies, who he would leave the field to play with, and fire trucks, which he would chase. He made his debut in 1897 for the Louisville Colonels. Here he is, right here. It's even a baseball card. Look at this. This is the type of baseball card that's worth like a million dollars. Never heard of this guy. 
There needs to be a biopic about Rube Waddell. Played for a number of teams. Um, as I said, would go. Fi- it stopped. Okay, see you later. Just walk off the field. Walk, walk off the pitcher's mound and go fishing. Uh, he was witness to have uh, would chase after fire trucks. So there's something wrong with his brain. He's 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 completely defective. But he could pitch, so they didn't they didn't give a shit. <clears throat> he would disappear for months at a time during the off season. Not known where he went until it was discovered that he was wrestling alligators in a circus. Not kidding. <coughs> Easily distracted by opposing fans who knew that, so they'd hold up puppies. Shiny objects would put him in a trance. An alcoholic for much of his short life. Left-handed pitcher. Reportedly spent his entire first signing bonus on a drinking binge. So they called him the Southpaw instead of the Southpaw. His eccentric behavior led to constant battles with his managers and scuffles with bad-tempered teammates. Waddell's first professional contract was for $500, which I don't know what that what that equates to now uh, where he pitched two league games and a couple of exhibitions with the team at the end of the 1897 season. When the season ended, he was loaned to the Detroit Tigers of the Western league to gain professional experience after defaulting on rent and being fined by owner George Vanderbeck. He left Detroit in late May to pitch in Canada before returning to Homestead, Pennsylvania to pitch semi-pro baseball there. He actually pitched in Grand Rapids, Michigan. They had a team here in some league. All right, this gets even better. Uh, Debuted with the Pittsburgh Pirates in 1900. Uh, Connie Mack learned of his availability and signed him to Milwaukee. Uh, with Pittsburgh's approval, Mack convinced Waddell to pitch for Milwaukee for several weeks in the summer of 1900. Milwaukee was in the newly named American League, formerly known as the Western League. Um, Connie Mack offered Waddell a three-day fishing vacation. Okay, get this. On August 19th, Waddell pitched the first game of a doubleheader for Milwaukee. Winning in the 17th inning on his own triple. So he pitched uh, 17 innings, this guy. And then the second game was getting ready to start. And Connie Mack said, I'll give you a three-day fishing vacation if you pitch the second game too. So he did. After pitching the 17-inning game, he throws another game and goes to complete game shutout for the victory. Now, what is that? That's fucking insane. I mean, nowadays, a pitcher, uh, you know, a lot of times you're lucky if a pitcher will go five innings. This guy just pitched 26 fucking innings, and in the second nine, he threw a shutout. Uh, He enjoyed waving. Okay, this is what he would do. He was so good, this guy. 
that he would wave all the team off of the field. So he was the only one on the field. He's on the pitcher's mound and there's no other players. And he would tell them to all get off the field because he was going to strike out the side. And he did. It says he only did this in exhibition games since official baseball rules prohibit playing with fewer than nine men on the field. But in a league game, in an American League game in Detroit, or Western League game, Waddell actually had his outfielders come in very close and sit down on the grass to watch him strike out the side. Oh, my God. Now, that's fantastic. We, now, that's what we need in baseball. We need fucking lunatics like this telling the outfielders to have a seat while I strike out the side. Uh, that almost backfired once. Pitching an exhibition game in Memphis, he took the field alone with his catcher, Doc Powers, for the last three innings. With two out in the ninth, Powers dropped the third strike, allowing the batter to reach first. The next two hitters blew pop flies that fell just beyond the mound. Despite running himself ragged, uh, Waddell subsequently struck out the last guy. Um, Okay, there's a little bit more to this that I wanted to get to. Um, he got married to many, many women. Ken Burns documentary claimed Waddell had even lost track of how many women he'd married. In time, his alcohol use began to erode his relationships, uh, losing jobs. Waddell increasingly erratic behavior included an incident in which he got into a fist fight on a cross country train after making fun of a teammate's straw hat. Yeah, look at your stupid hat, you idiot. Complaints from teammates forced Mac to send Waddell to the St. Louis Browns for five thousand dollars in early nineteen oh eight. Um still performed terrific. He ended up dying of tuberculosis. Kind of drank himself, smoked himself to death. Died at a young age. Uh, let's see. He only died. He died at age 37. He burned fast and bright. Rube Waddell. Oh, my God. Alcohol and women, just like today's athletes, says Cole. Uh, Chris says $500 in 1897 would be $17,879 today. Yeah, they were really underpaid then. Really underpaid. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, Bosco's Pub, thank you to them. Hey, I'm going to be cooking at Bosco's Pub. I can promise you that. I will be making food there before too long, and I'm so excited about this. This is going to be awesome. This is going to be like dream come true stuff. Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan. Stay tuned. Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV 616-532-6600. Thank you so much for being on board with the show. Irvine's.com. E-R Vines. Irvine's.com. Get your car repaired at Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. 616-532-6600. And batting last in the order today, A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. Get that furnace tuned up for just $79. And uh, very, very important for you to do that. 
A and E Heating and Cooling. And if you need a new furnace installed, they are going to do that for you. Go ahead and get a couple estimates. I encourage that. Just so you can see how much money uh, the competition is going to charge you for the same damn thing. Asshole of the day today. I was going to say Kirk Cousins. But it's got to be our pal Ben Glaze for making us think that he was going to kill himself. What the fuck, man? Uh, brought to you by TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Thank you for your patience with me today. I do feel like I'm under the weather and don't feel that I was able to give you my best, but I tried, damn it. And we will continue. We'll recharge. Somehow put the Patreon together and have that for you. Thank you so much for being here, folks. I will talk to you down the road.